The Law School of America. Easement by prescription. Easements by prescription, also called prescriptive easements, are implied easements granted after the dominant estate has used the property in a hostile, continuous and open manner for a statutorily prescribed number of years. Prescriptive easements differ from adverse possession by not requiring exclusivity. Once they become legally binding, easements by prescription hold the same legal weight as written or implied easements. But, before they become binding, they hold no legal weight and are broken if the true property owner takes appropriate acts to defend their ownership rights. Easement by prescription is typically found in legal systems based on common law, although other legal systems may also allow easement by prescription. Laws and regulations vary among local and national governments, but some traits are common to most prescription laws. Open and notorious, for example, obvious to anyone. Actual, continuous, for example, uninterrupted for the entire required time period, this does not necessarily require use daily, weekly, etc. Adverse to the rights of the true property owner. Hostile, for example, in opposition to the claim of another, this can be accidental, not hostile in the common sense, and continuous for a period of time defined by statute or appellate case law. Unlike fee-simple adverse possession, prescriptive easements typically do not require exclusivity. In states that do, such as Virginia, the exclusivity requirement has been interpreted to mean that the prescriptive user must use the easement in a different way from the general public, for example, a use that is exclusive to that user. The period of continuous use for a prescriptive easement to become binding is generally between 5 and 30 years depending upon local laws, sometimes based on the statute of limitations on trespass. Generally, if the true property owner acts appropriately to defend their property rights at any time during the required time period the hostile use will end, claims on adverse possession rights are voided, and the continuous use time period will be reset to zero. In some jurisdictions, if the use is not hostile but given actual or implied consent by the legal property owner, the prescriptive easement may become a regular or implied easement rather than a prescriptive easement, and immediately becomes binding. An example of this is the lengthy Irish Lissadell House rights of way case heard since 2010, that extended long-standing consents given to individuals into a public right-of-way. In other jurisdictions, such permission immediately converts the easement into a terminable license, or restarts the time for obtaining a prescriptive easement. Government or railroad-owned property is generally immune from prescriptive easement in most cases, but some other types of government-owned property may be subject to prescription in certain instances. In New York, such government property is subject to a longer statute of limitations of action, 20 years instead of 10 years for private property. In most U.S. jurisdictions, a prescriptive easement can only be determined for an affirmative easement not a negative easement. In all U.S. jurisdictions, an easement for view, which is a negative easement, cannot be created by prescription. Prescription may also be used to end an existing legal easement. For example, if a servient tenement, estate, holder were to erect a fence blocking a legally deeded right-of-way easement, the dominant tenement holder would have to act to defend their easement rights during the statutory period or the easement might cease to have legal force, even though it would remain a deeded document. Failure to use an easement leading to loss of the easement is sometimes referred to as non-user. Quebec Under the civil law of Quebec possessors with the animus, will, to be owners can acquire a right of ownership, or to a dismemberment of ownership if animus is too inclined, as long as the nature of possession is peaceful, continuous, public and unequivocal throughout. 
According to Article 2922 of the Civil Code of Quebec or CCQ, the prescribed period is 10 years, 2917 through 2920 CCQ, except as otherwise provided by law. 2918 sets a different time for unregistered property. Reduced from 30 years. Exceptions to prescription, possession cannot establish a servitude under 1181 CCQ, but non-use of a servitude will extinguish it. Louisiana. In the state of Louisiana, a mixed legal jurisdiction with strong civil law roots, prescription can be either acquisitive or liberative, both of which involve the creation or extinguishing of rights over time. Acquisitive prescription in Louisiana is analogous to the common law idea of adverse possession. As defined in Louisiana Civil Code Article 3446, acquisitive prescription is a mode of acquiring ownership or other real rights by possession for a period of time. Unlike the common law adverse possession, Louisiana's acquisitive prescription is not a procedural bar to recovering property but the creation of a new ownership right in the property. Time periods for acquisitive prescription depend on whether the property is movable or immovable and whether the property is possessed in good faith, possessor believes they have title to the property, or in bad faith. Liberative prescription is analogous to the common law statute of limitations. As defined in Louisiana Civil Code Article 3447, liberative prescription is a mode of barring of actions as a result of an action for a period of time. It can be renewed by the party who has gained its protection. For example, a debtor's admission that a debt is still owed renews the creditor's claim against the debtor and starts the tolling of another prescriptive period. This differs from peremption, which is a fixed time for the existence of a legal right and which cannot be renewed like a liberative prescription. Easement by estoppel When a property owner misrepresents the existence of an easement while selling a property and does not include in the deed to the buyer an express easement over an adjoining property that the seller owns, a court may step in and create an easement. Easements by estoppel generally look to any promises not made in writing, any money spent by the benefiting party in reliance on the representations of the burdened party, and other factors. If the court finds that the buyer acted reasonably and in good faith and relied on the seller's promises, the court may create an easement by estoppel. For example, Ray sells land to Joe on the promise that Joe can use Ray's driveway and bridge to the main road at any time, but Ray does not include the easement in the deed to the land. Joe, deciding that the land is now worth the price, builds a house and connects a garage to Ray's driveway. If Ray, or his successor, later decides to gate off the driveway and prevent Joe, or Joe's successor, from accessing the driveway, a court would likely find an easement by estoppel. Because Joe purchased the land believing that there would be access to the bridge and the driveway and Joe then paid for a house and a connection, Joe can be said to rely on Ray's promise of an easement. Ray materially misrepresented the facts to Joe. In order to preserve equity, the court will likely find an easement by estoppel. On the other hand, if Ray had offered access to the bridge and driveway after selling Joe the land, there may not be an easement by estoppel. In this instance, it is merely inconvenient if Ray revokes access to the driveway. Joe did not purchase the land and build the house in reliance on access to the driveway and bridge. Joe will need to find a separate theory to justify an easement. Easement by the government. In the United States, easements may be acquired, bought, by the government using its power of eminent domain in a condemnation proceeding in the courts. Note that in the United States, in accordance with the Fifth Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, property cannot simply be taken by the government unless the property owner is compensated for the fair market value of what is taken. 
This is true whether the government acquires full ownership of the property, fee title, or a lesser property interest, such as an easement. For example, utility providers are typically granted jurisdiction-wide easement to access and maintain their existing infrastructure. In the law of England and Wales following the incorporation of the European Convention on Human Rights into English law, any deprivation of the rights of the owner of property must be in accordance with law as well as necessary in a democratic society and proportionate. Easements distinguish from licenses. Licenses to use property in a non-possessory manner are similar to but more limited than easements but, under certain circumstances, can be transformed into easements by the courts. Some general differences do exist. An easement is a pertinent to and only for the benefit of specific land whereas a license is a personal right. An easement is owned incorporeal property which cannot be revoked whereas a license is revocable. An easement owner, as the owner of incorporeal property, can take legal action regarding their property in their own name, whereas a license holder has no standing of their own to take legal action regarding the property against any other party, other than the landowner, and must have the landowner take action or take action in the landowner's name. An easement is owned incorporeal property that, usually, may be transferred to successive owners whereas a license is a personal right. An easement may run with the land or terminate whereas a license is typically limited in duration. A license is often uninsurable. A license is often not recorded. A license is often vested in one person. Easements are regarded as in broader and more powerful than licenses and licenses that have any of the properties of an easement may be bound by the higher standards for termination granted by an easement. Termination A party claiming termination should show one or more of the following factors. Release, agreement to terminate by the grantor and the grantee of the easement. Expiration, the easement reaches an expiration date, event or condition. Abandonment, the holder demonstrates intent to discontinue the easement, and Merger, when one owner gains title to both dominant and servient tenement. Mortgaged properties with merged easements that then go into foreclosure can cause the easement to revive when the bank takes possession of part of the dominant estate. Necessity, if the easement was created by necessity and the necessity no longer exists. Estoppel, the easement is unused and the servient estate takes some action in reliance on the easement's termination. Prescription, the servient estate reclaims the easement with actual, open, hostile and continuous use of the easement. Condemnation, the government exercises eminent domain of the land is officially condemned. Depending on the situation this could take a number of forms. A government can condemn a plot of land and remove an easement even if the easement is in favor of the adjoining property owner. Statutory termination, the easement is terminated by or under a statute law. Rights. The following rights are recognized of an easement. Right to light, also called solar easement. The right to receive a minimum quantity of light in favor of a window or other aperture in a building which is primarily designed to admit light. Aviation easement. The right to use the airspace above a specified altitude for aviation purposes. Also known as aviation easement, where needed for low-altitude spraying of adjacent agricultural property. Railroad easement. Utility easement, including. Storm drain or storm water easement. An easement to carry rainwater to a river, wetland, detention pond, or other body of water. Sanitary sewer easement. An easement to carry used water to a sewage treatment plant. Electrical power line easement. Telephone line easement. Fuel gas pipe easement. Sidewalk easement. 
Usually sidewalks are in the public right-of-way. View easement. Prevents someone from blocking the view of the easement owner or permits the owner to cut the blocking vegetation on the land of another. Driveway easement, also known as easement of access. Some lots do not border a road, so an easement through another lot must be provided for access. Sometimes adjacent lots have mutual driveways that both lot owners share to access garages in the backyard. The houses are so close together that there can only be a single driveway to both backyards. The same can also be the case for walkways to the backyard. The houses are so close together that there is only a single walkway between the houses and the walkway is shared. Even when the walkway is wide enough, easement may exist to allow for access to the roof and other parts of the house close to a lot boundary. To avoid disputes, such easement should be recorded in each property deed. Beach access. Some jurisdictions permit residents to access a public lake or beach by crossing adjacent private property. Similarly, there may be a private easement to cross a private lake to reach a remote private property, or an easement to cross private property during high tide to reach remote beach property on foot. Dead-end easement. Sets aside a path for pedestrians on a dead-end street to access the next public way. These could be contained in covenants of a homeowner association, notes in a subdivision plan, or directly in the deeds of the affected properties. Recreational easement. Some U.S. states offer tax incentives to larger landowners if they grant permission to the public to use their undeveloped land for recreational use, not including motorized vehicles. If the landowner posts the land, for example, no trespassing, or prevents the public from using the easement, the tax abatement is revoked and a penalty may be assessed. Recreational easement also includes such easements as equestrian, fishing, hunting, hiking, trapping, biking, for example, Indiana's Calumet Trail, and other such uses. Conservation easement. Grants rights to a land trust to limit development in order to protect the environment. Historic preservation easement. Similar to the conservation easement, typically grants rights to a historic preservation organization to enforce restrictions on alteration of a historic building's exterior or interior. Easement of lateral and subjacent support. Prohibits an adjoining landowner from digging too deep on his lot or in any manner depriving his neighbor of vertical or horizontal support on the latter's structures, for example, buildings, fences, etc. Communications easement. This easement can be used for wireless communications towers, cable lines, and other communications services. This is a private easement and the rights granted by the property owner are for the specific use of communications. Ingress-slash-egress easement. This easement can be used for entering and exiting a property through or over the easement area. This might be used for a person's driveway, going over another person's property. Trespass upon easement. Blocking access to someone who has an easement is a trespass upon the easement and creates a cause of action for civil suit. For example, putting up a fence across a long-used public path through private property may be a trespass and a court may order the obstacle removed. Turning off the water supply to a downstream neighbor may similarly trespass on the neighbor's water easement. Open and continuous trespassing upon an easement can lead to the extinguishment of an easement by prescription, see above, if no action is taken to cure the limitation over an extended period. Torrance Title Registration Under the Torrance Title System of Land Ownership Registration, Easements are recorded on the titles kept in the Central Land Registry or Cadaster and any unrecorded easement is not recognized. 
No easement by prescription or implication may be claimed unless it was created prior to the land being brought under the Torrens system or there is an exception to indefeasibility. The Law School of America The content used in the podcast is licensed by the Wikimedia Foundation incorporated under a Creative Commons attribution, share alike license. The text has been modified for audio. The content of these podcasts is for informational purposes only and do not constitute professional advice. These podcasts are not associated with the Wikimedia Foundation in any context. The Law School of America